Daily Dirt Nap, Money Talks. Own your life. With Jared Dillian and Money Talk on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. All right, there he is, the one and only Jared Dillian. Yeah, good to be here. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Hey, so the, the news broke yesterday. We're going to get right to the heart of this thing. Uh, how bad is the inflation? And did you hear me talk earlier about what The Economist said, that actual inflation, if they yeah. calculated the way they used to? Yeah, there's there's a guy named John Williams, and uh, he has a firm called Shadow Stats, and he sort of keeps track of inflation over time. Mm-hmm. No, what you said is absolutely correct. Like, basically, the way we measured inflation in 1980 was we just looked at the raw data. Mm-hmm. And now we apply a bunch of calculations to it. So what we're doing is we calculate what's called hedonic adjustments, okay? So the best example of this is a TV, right? Mm -hmm. A TV today is much more advanced than a TV from 1981. TV from 1981 was made of wood, yeah. Right, if you yeah. remember that, oh, well, it, was we made of, yeah. it was this big thing, and yeah. you had to go up and turn the turn the knob. So, what economists? If you're lucky, you actually had a clicker that clicked. Yeah, do you remember those? And you, and and you didn't have cable, and you right. had to turn the antenna on the roof with mm. the rotor. Yeah. So, a TV today is much more advanced than a TV back then. So, what economists say is that it's actually cheaper. Right, because you're getting all this processing power, a better screen, all this stuff for basically the same amount of money. So a- a- economists have basically said that TVs are 90% cheaper than they were in 1981, that the prices have actually gone down, even though the actual price of a TV is about the same. It costs 600 bucks back then. It costs 600 bucks today. Mm-hmm. But they say that it's cheaper. So they've applied all these hedonic adjustments and that's really why we're undercounting inflation. Yeah, I mean, we are 16 to 21%, like you said. Okay. So what do you see? You had t- tweeted out yesterday. So it said, wasn't available to tweet today, but this turned out to be a good uh, sentiment call. And it was from July 12th. Said, I think I should weigh in here on all of the CPI nonsense. And then you go on to say the 10.2% leak accomplishes one thing, blah, blah, blah. At this point, people think double-digit inflation is possible. It will not be hard to beat those expectations. Yeah, what you, what you actually saw with the inflation numbers yesterday is that when they came out at 8.30, all the futures went down. Stock futures went down. Gold futures went down. Bond futures went down. But they came all the way back later in the day. You know, everybody was short going into the number they had to cover, and then it came back. So Is that's that the what, that's paranoia what that, factor kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that generally evens out and through time. Yeah. Okay. Well, what else is on your mind then? Besides, oh, you know, just the inflation. Well, it's funny. I mean, before you went to the break, you were talking a little bit about taxes and like how much of your dollar you pay for you pay in taxes. Was I off the mark? I mean, it depends on the person. It depends on your income, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm in the top tax bracket and not bragging. It's just a fact. Right. So for federal income taxes, I pay 37%. Uh, for state income taxes, I pay 7%. Uh, Medicare taxes, about a percent and a half. If you throw in property taxes and sales taxes, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty close to 50% of, you know, and, and this is South Carolina. Mm-hmm. If you go someplace like New York or California, especially California, where the top rate is 13.3%, mm-hmm. you have people who are paying close to 60% of their income in taxes. Right. And then you also have to factor in, factor in sales tax and tax on your phone and cable. I mean, there's just everywhere you look, there is a tax. And a lot of people think that the United States is a low-tax country, 
And for, I would say, 90% of people it is, we have a very progressive tax code. You know, people at the low end actually don't pay much in taxes, mm -hmm. 10 12%, stuff like that. But for people at the high end, our taxes are close to what they are in Scandinavian countries. The top tax rate in Sweden is 59%. Mm. And in California, once you add up everything, you're over that. You're actually – so in certain parts of the country, we're actually paying higher taxes than they are in Sweden. And then that, that that's another reason why you see the max, mass exodus from California. Not only is it the public policy, social policies that are driving people nuts, it's the taxes. And that's the number one thing that some of the celebrities that I kind of follow, the Ozzy Osbournes, the Gene Sims of the world, they're like, we're out of here. They're selling their – Beverly Hills mansions and going places like Utah and Vegas or surrounding areas. Yeah, let's say let's say Ozzy Osbourne in royalties makes ten million a year. Okay, mm -hmm. and he goes from paying thirteen point three percent income tax to zero percent state income tax. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's saving one point three million a year. Right. Like that's. I mean, if you if you add up the cost of moving and all that stuff, like it, it just makes economic sense to move someplace where there's a low income tax or no income tax. And he moved back to England. How bad does it have to be in California for you to leave for where it's generally considered to be higher taxes in England, right? I think that the top tax rate in England is about 45%. Okay. So I, it's, it's higher in California for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just incredible. What else is on your mind? What's getting your goat these last uh, this last week or so? I know you're getting geared up and ready for the big birthday party for that one over there. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Next I actually Thursday. I got some music I got some music prepared. Nice. So it's, it's going to be good. Um, Liz is next to me here. She's looking at me very skeptically. <laughs> I'm just back into the studio. Sorry. Yeah. Putting no, out fires in the other studio. I had extracurricular activities I needed to tend to without yeah. me. <laughs> No, I've got a. I'm excited, Jared. I'm telling everybody you're going to turn it into an urban club. Yeah, it's at, it'll be good. Uh, the only thing is, is that it's outdoors, right? Yes. We're doing it outdoors, so I'm going to be a sweaty mess. Mm, so am I. Because like unloading the gear yeah. and setting everything up, and then playing like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be a pile of sweat. <laughs> so, do you have one of those cold towels? Uh, what's a cold towel? You know, it's um I I got it from the Veterans Welcome yeah. Home and Resource Center. And you just put it in cold water once, and you wear it all day, and it just keeps you totally cool. I never heard of that before. It's oh, my cool. gosh. Just put it on your neck. It cools you off quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. They, they gave it to us at the party where my band was playing, where it was also it's like 158 big degrees out. <laughs> and so they wrapped them around our necks. Augie did. It gave everybody yeah. in the band one. Oh. And we were like, <gasps> It's a great relief. I can play another hour. We used to have them at the Pelicans. When it's 110, you got to run around in the sunshine. Well, I just, I actually just bought some new speakers. Oh, so I have uh, my old ones were these JBLs from like 2010. Oh, those are good though. And I just got these new QSCs, and they will kick the salt out of a biscuit. Like they're, <laughs> they're. Can I use they're that? <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Wow, I'm yeah. excited. Oh, Augie just popped in. He said he'll bring you some for Thursday in the party. The cool times. Oh, okay. awesome! Yeah. yeah, and um, are you gonna play dance music? Because I love to dance. Yes. All right, because it's a dance party. 
It's a dance party. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting my groove on. It's my now, birthday. Now I will say that in it's the beginning, <laughs> the beginning is going to be a little, a little moody. I'm like going to create some tension, <gasps> you know, for for things to come. Ooh. So you just got to, you just got to trust me. If 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 it sounds a little weird, just just be patient. We're it's going to get to the dance music part, and we're okay. going to be rocking. So. That's fine because like the first part, we'll give stuff away. Yep. And then collect all the stuff, and people will eat, and then the second part, we're gonna. Yep. Dance it, dance the night away. Yes, yep. Nikki in the back. But, oh, yeah. but I'm, I'm not. I'm not playing Margaritaville. I'm not playing Brown Eyed Girl. No. I'm not playing Party Rock. You're not going to take tonight. any. Are you requests? ready for this? Come on, this is the one I get to hear all the time. Free bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, right on a hundred dollar bill, we'll try anything once. Exactly. <laughs> I right, got a question here. This is from a, a, a local accountant. Said last time you were in, he thought he thought you said you Jared said that the market would turn around by the end of the year. Is that accomplished by tossing the Dems in November and? Turning on oil production, and if that can happen by uh, some of the other factors, whatever. I mean, what confidence level do you have on the turnaround? Futures way off already to, again today. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still pretty confident on that. Um, I I mean, honestly, I I thought I thought that the CPI print we had yesterday would be lower mm. because the economy is slowing down, and a lot of the leading indicators on inflation seem to indicate that inflation is slowing down. It didn't come into yesterday's number. Maybe 9.1% will be the high. But the first, let's just pretend that let's say next month in August, we get like an 8.9% print. The market is so desperate for some good news on inflation. If it comes in even a little bit lower, we're going to we're gonna skyrocket higher. And that's going to happen. It's absolutely going to happen. You know, um, I was reading just before you got here that uh, the stock market experts were saying they were expecting it to be lower, like 8.8. Is 9.1 really that much higher? Or is it in the ballpark? By, by the way, the, the actual number was 9.0597. Oh. So unrounded, it was actually a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like even, even those tiny differences. And I actually looked at the distribution for expectations and the highest expected number was 8.8 or 9%. So, yeah, I mean, people people freak out over little stuff. We know. have a, an economist on here, and he says that the way they determine the inflation rate today Yeah, we is, talked about that. Oh, yep. very, very, yep. way favorite. That's yeah. true. Yep. yep, that's true. That is yep. true. I was yep. wondering that, um, you know, if other people thought the same. Now, um, Jared, what what are some of the decisions that you're making in your life, maybe with your investments or with your future plans that you may have altered since all this has been escalating, well, you know I'm building a house. Yes, and this is not a a really great time to be building a house. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, um, the costs of materials have stopped going up. Okay, and they're starting to come down, and we're getting bids from subcontractors that are starting to come in a little bit lower mm. because what they're seeing is they're seeing the economy slowing down, and they're like, "Gee, if I don't." If I don't aggressively bid for this job, then I might not have any work. So we're starting to see bids come in a little bit lower. Um, so I, you know, I, that as an anecdotal information, I think. It Are you tells your you own contractor? Becomes, what do you? No. Okay. No. So, um, so you you have a contractor that's getting all these all the subs. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a it's a big job today because you know you talk to people and they're like, oh, we're booked out through September. But now I'm thinking, like you're saying, you know, all those people are going to dry up and then what? But I got very lucky because I locked in interest rates right before they ripped higher. Mm -hmm. 
So I got four and a quarter percent on a 10 year arm. Okay. Which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. So they're saying that interest rates are going to climb higher. And Janet Yellen, I just played a clip um, just before you got here. She was saying that, you know, we need to really address this. What does she mean? Uh, really, I think she was talking about addressing inflation. Mm-hmm. But the inter- yeah. the interesting thing about interest rates yesterday, if you were watching the bond market, you had a big I don't I don't want to confuse everybody, but you had a big twist in the yield curve. So short term rates went higher, but long term rates came down. Hmm. And what the bond market is projecting is that the Fed's going to hike and hike and hike, and then we're going to go into a recession, and then they're going to have to cut and cut and cut. So that's what the bond market's price. Two-year interest rates are actually quite a bit higher than 10-year interest rates right now. Okay. Quick last question for you. Speaking of home building, and I stepped out for a minute. My turn to step out. Uh, A lot of new homes are being built in Georgetown, new subdivisions. How is that happening with this current economy? Is that because it was already predetermined and pre-ordered? Yeah, like once you – I mean, the plans for these housing developments were made like two or three years ago. So once that's in motion, you can't stop. You have to finish the that's development. That's what I figured. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jared Dillian, how can we follow you? Uh, follow me on Substack. That's my blog. And uh, it's called We're Going to Get Those Bastards. You go to wggtb.substack.com. <laughs> I, I love that. And yeah. And it's uh, so basically what I'm doing is I'm writing this blog for a little over a year. And I'm going to have like 60 or 70 essays, and then I'm going to put them into a book, and Good I'm going idea. to publish it as a book. So, I mean, they're all they're all super high quality. So, I'm actually going to have a book of these things, and I'm going to sell the book. All so, right. But you can uh, you can subscribe in the meantime. All right. You may agree or disagree with him on some of those. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you here on Thursday, and then Thursday night. Yes. Yeah. By the way, I have one coming out in a couple of weeks that you're going to disagree with. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Maybe we'll battle it out. You know, here's what it's called. What? You don't have to vote. <gasps> uh, them's fighting words. Jared. Jared. I'm going to battle you on that one. <laughs> Just read it. Just read it. With All an right. open mind. Yep. All right, All right Jared. By Dillian. the way, uh, we got a guy, uh, Steve, who every time you say the name of the Substack, he absolutely loves it and has to tell us that. Oh, cool. So say it one more time for him. We're going to get those bastards. (laughs) Subscribe and get it in your email every week. All right, Jared. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week. See ya.